Welcome to the Book of Medora podcast, special sub-series, The Book of Aurora, Episode 4, Part 2, The Dark Secrets on the BSL station of Metroid Fusion. I'm Crystal, and with me is Monica. Hello. And Cameron. Hi. What dark secrets await us where we last left off, where Samus was told to not go through the big door that she obviously is supposed to go through? Uh, well, you get Metroids. the wave beam and you go through and it's got Metroids. There's, there's no way out of this area except through the restricted lab. Yeah, you gotta go. And it's pretty bad design because there's a button to open the door Yeah, that conveniently you can um, shoot. But only if you have the wave beam. That's not good enough. The point is that there's Metroids. Uh, oopsie daisy it turns out that the federation made a little fucky wucky and they're trying to breed metroids for what is very clearly a weapons program because it's metroids strictly for benevolent purposes now that's what adam tells you later but it's not what he the robot tells you like you're, you're not talking to the robot yet okay monk i do yeah. really like that you're taking like uh like a spec ops the line uh, criticism of them not letting you not go in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, Spec Ops Line. Yeah, in Spec Ops Line, everyone's like, well, that game actually sucks because they just make you do the bad things and then say you're bad for doing them. What's, what's, where are you doing here? What's the point of all this? Well, I mean, they, they don't make you play this tactical military shooter in the first place. I, I did once start a Let's Play of Spec Ops The Line. I set it up and then I did not play it. Oh, well, that that's maybe the most correct choice of all for Spec Ops The Line. Yes, that's what the director of the game would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, what the part that I wondered is surely uh, Adam or the Federation or somebody, you know, who's got an eye to Samus knows that if she's in that area, she can't get out unless she's going in. It's an inevitability. Right. So... The fact that she's been directed over there, well, I guess she's learning about the Metroid. Thing. I don't buy that. I mean, I get it, Roy and Risa, but that's not what's going on here. I'm not saying it's like that, but... <laughs> I no, think I, what I... the ship computer was praying for is that some kind of monster would open another way for Samus, as has happened before. Fair enough. More than once. And I mean, the Federation wouldn't be that upset if she just fucking died. Probably. Yeah, they probably would be fine with that. Yeah, this is, what they really did was send her in toward a dead end where she should have been killed by the Yakuza. And she was. In some instances, she Several times. But she's Yakuza. been blessed by the goddess Hylia to be able to reload her save. Very important. Crystal, what did you make of it when you came into this, this, this uh, clandestine laboratory and saw some Metroids in there? Well, as um, the ship's computer laid out like a mystery writer that is really proud of the foreshadowing that he laid out. Goddamn. It is, it is, uh, you could guess it because they were already cloning like everything else on SR388. True. Yep. That makes sense. But Metroids are like the ultimate bioweapon. Surely people wouldn't try to make their own tyrants stolen from the Umbrella Corporation. Did that happen? Yeah. There's lots of different organizations. Did that immediately that, happen? Yeah. Okay. You don't stay the Empire by not breathing Metroids. I guess that's true. But it's like, it's just such a terrible idea because we know that Metroids, one individual can wipe out an entire planet worth of civilization. 
The part I wondered is, why are they making, like, the advanced... Yeah, there's Michael. your question. Right. I mean, I can understand the little squishy guys. Yeah. Mm. They're cute. They make good pets. I guess. Yeah, they, they imprint and stuff. Sure. The big ones seem uh, very uncontrollable. Yeah. Because when you're going through the lab, you look in the glass tubes in the back, and it's all the different forms of the Metroid, right? Like, up through the Zeta Metroids? Yeah. Yes. But they mentioned that they could even create an Omega from a larval Metroid in days. In days? That's a mistake to have done that. But 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 it, that kind of, is kind of strange, because that would be without the, the use of the X. Right. It does imply that they can do it without the X. So it's not just the X that caused the Metroids to evolve that. A lot of fancy ray beams. Yeah, lots of beta ray. So, so what is it that's in here that you actually have to do before you can... Oh, do you do you talk to the to the ship's computer in here? No. Oh, well, what the fuck do you do? Uh, you advance and your clone has followed you and they really dislike Metroids. <laughs> no, but I thought that like the breakout starts what starts the breakout like you start the sequence that makes the ship detach this part of the laboratory and explode it i thought you had to talk to the robot for that the ax gets in and there's an automatic security measure if Uh, things start being weird there things jettison and exploded crystal do you remember what it's like running into the sax in the secret laboratory spooky when you run into the sax in the secret laboratory it ignores you because it's fighting Metroids. The little ones. The little ones. And then they just dogpile it and eat it, and it just dies. Yeah, it's mind. just shooting Metroids in the background and gets fucking owns. It gets super <laughs> Not that good of a clone. And apparently not. It, it has the ice beam by then. Yeah, absolutely. They may have begun to develop ice beam resistant. That's methods. stupid. That's how hey. they gave you the ice resistance. Oh. Bad idea. So they so they chew on the SAX and they kill it. And I like this sequence a lot because during your escape sequence, you can bump into more little Metroids on the way up and they just kind of bump you, but they don't zero in on you as a target because they recognize you as another Metroid. You are part Metroid now. They're like, oh, hey, Janet, where are you going? All right, bye. We're going to go eat this thing. You want some? No? Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. They're very small. Baby Metroid's named. I have upset Monica. She she has this bereft look on her face. Are they all named Janet? Yeah, they're all the baby Metroid clone. Yeah, they're all Janet. There's Janet, 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 and Janet. And uh, the ship computer mentions that there's actually a bunch of SAX on the station now, not just the one. It's like yeah, you you saw one die, but there's like ten more. Because the X have smelled out their natural predator, the Metroids, and they want to destroy them all. And what better form to take than Samus Aran, who eradicated the Metroids? Apparently, there's several better ones, because that SAX got its ass whooped. Like, this you've never really died in Metroid 2. Okay, fair. Yeah. Metroids will fuck you up real fast in Metroid 2, especially the little hatchlings. Getting them off is real hard. I feel like this part was written very well, and translated very well. How do you mean? Uh, the line is, one of the SAX is on its way here. And That's important. It's like, one. One? It's like, how many are there? But there's like no less than 10. This is also the first, this is this exchange with uh, ship computers, the first time that Samus talks to him. It was kind of, it was surprising to me to see like her text box pop up because she has not responded to him at all in this game so far. 
It's like she's just so pissed at this point that she's like, you fuckers are making Metroids. I remember I had to do a lot of bullshit to stop this exact scenario from happening. But, I mean, like, we we came into this with the presupposition that the Federation sort of sucks ass in the first place. I think that back in 2002, this would come as a surprise. Like, oh my god, the good guys are making Metroids. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. Although I had lost all context because this was the first game. Well, when did they go away? But also, it's probably not good that they're trying to bring them back. No. I mean, their plan in Metroid 3 was to make Metroid clones, right? Um, they didn't say as such, just that they were going to research this one, this one baby for, for science purposes, for the good of society. Okay. Yeah. That's Um, what they're doing here. What's the problem? There's, there's more than just one. There's many. And also they've definitely developed them into the death Terminator Godzilla stages. Now, would it be more effective if instead of like a whole bunch of Metroids in this Metroid lab, there was just one, like a jar with just one? You mean like, would it be scarier? Yes. I don't think it would quite communicate the same thing. Like the, the point of this isn't just to be scary. It's to communicate to us that they have mass produced Metroids. Yeah, that's fair. Um, now, would it be scarier if one Metroid, say a Zeta Metroid, broke out, killed and ate the SAX? Yes. And would be a good setup for what happens later. Yeah, yes. We'll get to that, but I don't think it was a Zeta. What do you think, Crystal? I think that the main problem is that all the guys from from Sari Station died, so they couldn't sell this to Samus. Oh, so so they couldn't go like, no, 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 they're all being taken care of. They're fine. Yeah, if those guys were able to convince Samus before, I think they could have done it again, except that the X ate them. It sure did. And the ship computer is not up to this, cannot make this persuasion roll. I mean, if, if, if a scientist said, Samus actually, uh, Metroid uh, DNA can cure cancer, all cancer. Yeah, do you think that Samus would have just gone along with it if she had been told ahead of time that they were cloning Metroids? Or do you think that she would have failed to take in the infant in the first place? I think she could have been convinced if she was told ahead of time, yes. Maybe, but like, I cannot... In no way is, like, a Zeta Metroid necessary for anything. Yeah, as soon as you walk in and you see, like, the Xenomorph version of a Metroid back there, it's like, ah, suddenly this story is a lot harder to swallow. Yeah, it's after this, um, Samus uh, does not take the computer's harshness very well. Yeah, she 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 does not buy the story from the computer now in any case. That that's a very generous read. Yes, it's more like if it was a person she would shoot it. No, no, you you I'm glad your memory is writing this part out cuz it's not great. Oh, is it the part where she accidentally calls it Adam? No, that's later. Oh, okay. No, it was about the the criticism and Adam would have done the same but he always cared. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Can you just I don't. I've, I've scribbled. The real Adam would have said the same thing about that incident, but he would have softened the blow. He was yes. relentless in his criticism, but he always cared. He was not a machine obsessed with duty. No such compassion could exist in that computer. Thank you, Chris. What oh. we need is a, a kindler, gentler uh, bioweapons program. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about this one. This is my least favorite part of Fusion. No fucking kidding. It's uh, it's cringe. It, are we throwing that out there? Are we are we adopting the Zoomer word cringe? I don't know if I'm using it properly. I think you are. I'm cringing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, it's cringe-worthy. We, we had that one. It's not great. 
uh, to to seemingly have Samus react in this way because the computer was mean to or didn't put it in a nice hamburger of criticism. Yeah, 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 the sandwich. The sandwich. How, how are you feeling about Samus's characterization in this sequence, Crystal? Uh, it's interesting that at this point, Samus is... It seems like she could still accept the existence of this. She's a little put off, but mostly because of the way Adam told her about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what's a really important thing to do when playing through Metroid games, you two? Uh, short memories for really bad parts of it. No, it's to treat Samus's characterization as being essentially different in every game. She's essentially a different person every time we run into her, and we always have to ask ourselves, okay, what kind of Samus are we getting today? Sometimes she has different characterizations in each scene. Yes. Go on. I mean, this scene is already quite, like, divergent from every other part. Did you mean something more specific, Crystal? Well, I don't quite understand. Samus is like warming up to this computer throughout the game because she it reminds her of Adam. And Adam was a guy who who was a little bit of a hard ass, as she said, but they understood each other. But now she's like, this computer's too much of a hard ass. Yep. Yep. And and Adam was kind of a hard ass. But again, the criticism sandwich of nice thing the, the the criticism and then end off with a nice thing not this computer though it just gets shit on top of shit adam would end his orders with any objections lady and that was a sign of their trust between each other yes i'm sorry i shouldn't be making fun of that no no it's it's not great it's kind of shitty yeah maybe other people don't find it shitty maybe crystal really likes it in a vacuum it was sort of okay crystal i respect you really liking it what liking lady yeah. No, I don't like that. No, I'm kidding. I know you don't like it. <laughs> I kind of liked it in limited instances and without any larger context of what I now understand Sakamoto meant. It. But I also kind of see Samus's Metroid DNA in her characterization here because it seems like she could accept this Metroid breeding program, but then when she discovers the X breeding program, that's that's a line too far. That's true. That's a fair... fair uh, observation because yeah it's like i was too lost in myself and and you know how i would think of the situation of making bioweb she really doesn't seem to mind too too much i think she cares quite a bit in this one like doesn't she have some specific lines about like how they're a threat to galactic civilization just by existing not the metroids not the metroids the x oh yeah the x are heartless abominations what potential could they have Right, yes. That, right, yes, because she realizes that the Federation also wants to capture and breed the X. Spoilers. Soon to be. We're at that part of the game, more or less. Yeah, there's not more that less. much between these two parts. I think you there's fight Ridley. Ridley between here. Okay, it's yeah. Ridley. It's Ridley time. You know what really, really grates on my eardrums is the way Ridley sounds in the Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, like, the, ga- the Game Boy Advance mono speaker, not really... Uh, not really capable of making that scream sound good. Yeah, I like the kaiju roar back in Super Nintendo, but the uh, Game Boy Advance one, maybe maybe not so much. I liked it. It's just it's so, very obnoxious. So loud. I don't think Samus comments on Ridley. No. No, Samus, Ridley's passe at this point. Because in this Samus. game, Samus has still not 
had her family slaughtered by Ridley on K2L. Um, you know what? We're going to come back to that, but she certainly doesn't behave as if she cares about Ridley in that capacity. No. She certainly isn't surprised that it, it comes to life via the power of X. And she's like, well, this is just more typical of my day today. This of is course, the Ridley's one, two, three, four, fifth time she's killed Ridley. Okay. Can you count them? Timelines you count. Uh, Metroid. Yeah. Uh, Sam, uh, Samus Returns. Metroid Prime. Super Metroid. Other M. Uh, if you want to count just in terms of the number of ass whoopings she's given, I think it depends on like which continuity we're talking about. Right. But but uh, like in this continuity, it's at least the third time. It is at least the third time she has killed Ridley because it's a different guy in Metroid and Metroid 3 and Metroid 4. Who knows where this one fucking came from? But yeah, at least three. But if we treat all the games as being part of it, she whoops his ass in Metroid, uh, arguably twice in Zero Mission because she also fought a robot. Uh, Samus Returns, Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime 3, Super Metroid, and uh, yeah, now this one. So that's seven. I think you fight him twice in in Metroid Prime Three. Yeah, but you don't kill him that first time. Baron. Yeah, did, at fighting Ridley, there's more Ridley fights in Metroid than there have been Ganon fights in Zelda game. How does that make you feel? Sad. Where's Ganon? They're making a game with him. That's true. Bring my boy back. Well, they say that, but I ain't seen that fucker. They need to show me at the Game Awards. Fucking thing. December 9th, put it on your calendars, they're going to give us new Zelda footage. Are, are we watching the Game Awards? You bet your sorry ass that my my fool self is going to sit down and watch this two and a half hour commercial for bullshit where a fucking journalist with some level of integrity continues to sell his soul to be able to host all of his favorite commercials. So are you watching the Game Awards? I probably won't watch the Game Awards, actually. That's... Good for you. We'll give you the clip. If 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 they announce a trailer, you'll hear about it as fast as we see it regardless. Yeah, this was the year where I missed E3 and I was like, you know what? I feel all right. I feel free. Good. I'm glad. Maybe we don't have. Like we don't You'll have, have to, to do it. it. It's we not necessary. It's not necessary. It'll come up on the Nintendo YouTube like immediately after. I can just play Killer Instinct, or you can play Pokemon, or we can. Yeah, you can set up a, a Google Mine. alert for Zelda, and then it'll pop up, and there you go. Yeah, we've just we've talked about doing that a while ago, and many times before, and somehow we are in the end still watching this stupid show. I'm I'm resolving now. I'm resolving now. Okay, we're not going to watch the fucking thing. Okay, I'm proud if of we're you. Gonna, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to cut out the biggest part of watching the commercials so that I can watch the smaller commercials later. You can watch the commercials you care about. Only the commercials that I You'll care need to about. see the Games for Impact Award presented by I, Pepsi. God. Or the Trending Gamer Award or whatever the hell they call it now. Yeah, where it's they like, oh. show off all the ciphers who got reinserted into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, can you elaborate on that for the listeners? Well, in the Matrix film, there is a character named Cypher, also known as Mr. Reagan, who wants to be an actor because, you see, he represents Ronald Reagan. And uh, he he betrays the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar to be reinserted back into the dream world of the Matrix, from which they had all escaped. He is, he is uh, a traitor, and he says he wants to be reinserted as uh, someone important, someone famous. And I think that's how that's kind of like how I think about 
every time I find out there's some streamer that I've never heard of who somehow makes $3 million. That feels right. Yeah. I'm glad that we know to compare streamers to Cypher, especially because everyone who gets this particular award turns out to be a shitheel in one way or another. Very consistently. Very consistently. They didn't even put any fucking VTubers on there. They didn't put in any VTubers. I don't follow VTubers, but I know uh, Calliope and Gura by name, and that sounds to me like an argument that they should at least be on there as like, aren't they two of the most popular streamers you know, I, in the I, world? I retract that. Hollow, Hollow Live is too good for the Game Awards. <gasps> <gasps> no, that's fair. But they should at least put like actual YouTube content creators and not make it just a streamer fest. Right. Like, where's Tirzu? Where's fucking Summoning Salt? I would I would actually, like... Yeah, Summoning Salt would be... Anyway, Metroid anyway, Fusion. We have diverged. Ah, Ridley X, we get the screw attack. Oh, yeah, you... Why did we get the screw attack? Shut up. How dare you? What do you mean he doesn't use anything like the screw attack? It'd be kind of neat if he did. It actually would be really cool. Um, things are falling apart pretty, pretty badly. And is this the part where you talk to Adam about the ex-parasite... Capture program? Yes. Uh, Adam tells you next time you're in one of the navigation rooms, we're done here. He's He just locks the doors on you. He's like, you can't leave. Not, not yet, but yes. Leave the rest of the Federation. Prepare to evacuate. And she's like, fuck you, robot. Are you out of your mind? Crystal, do you have the scripts up? Yes, let me let me send that. Yes. Much thanks. Paste it in. Rad. Chat why, button's right there. Why does Skype have such a bad user interface? Because it's a boomer program. All the kids Ooh. now use Line or Discord. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we're using Skype. We're boomers, and Cameron. I was totally open to using Line or Discord. I also was open to using Line, but the problem is I tried to install Line on this laptop and it didn't like it for some reason. Oh, Line only lets you have it in, like have it active on one non-mobile device at a time while still being linked to your account. Oh, so there you go. You can have. You can have it on a desktop and your laptop, but it can only be activated on one at a time. Damn. Anyway, okay, so what's, what's the part that we're doing? Are we just going to read some text? Let's read some text. Yes, it's the Samus we're done here. Okay, 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 okay. I'll be the ship computer. How about that? Who, want, who wants, who won't be, Crystal, you be Samus. I'll be Samus. Okay, Samus, we're done here. I can't do the robot voice, but just pretend that I'm doing like a synthesizer voice. Samus, we're done here. Leave the rest of the Federation. We should be preparing to evacuate the station. Are you joking? Do they know how dangerous the X are? How quickly they reproduce? The Federation has taken an interest in the X and SAX. They believe this life form has endless potential application. This is ridiculous. The X are heartless abominations. What potential could they have? It is not necessary that you understand such matters. The Federation is coming now. You should just leave quietly. This is madness. They won't stand a chance here. This station will devour them. What could be worth the risk? Capturing the SAX, of course. Are you serious? Do they really think they can succeed? It will certainly be difficult. They don't expect your help. They knew you would try to destroy the SAX. That's why they stopped sending you support data. The plasma beam modification was ready some time ago, but they withheld it to keep you from engaging the SAX. Yet somehow you restored that function on your own. They also tried to withhold the diffusion missile because they didn't want you to grow too powerful. But they had already sent it, and you tracked it down. Bravo, Sam. They must cancel this mission. Open the channel to HQ. I won't let this happen. They are already on their fools. It's a really great sequence. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, is it? 
I kind of think so. I actually think that it is too, because like I think that the, the big the big problem with this sequence for me is the way that it works with the latter part of the story, where it turns out that this doesn't just sound like Adam; it effectively is Adam. And they kind of try to walk this part back. I think that it works a lot better when he's genuinely a crony of the Federation uh, army who's working to their benefit. But no, it turns out that he does like his uh, his co-high to... Crystal, what do you think about the sequence? Um, <laughs> yeah? It's really weird how in the middle of this conversation... Uh, the ship computer also once again is like a mystery writer explaining all his foreshadowing and Samus just breezes past that. She's like, oh, whatever, let's go. Uh, what? What? Sakamoto was really proud that he did foreshadowing. He was. He wanted to call attention to it. Yep. God. Well, I mean, it's 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 not particularly great writing in some senses, but it's also, I guess, you could read this as him tipping her off, I suppose. What do you think of that reading, Crystal? Um... I guess I mean, he could it, read it that way. It's not like he's been tipping her off up to this point. He didn't tip her off about the diffusion missile or the plasma beam or anything like that. Yeah, up to the point, like finally after, you know, the whole Metroid lab thing, it's like, we're, I'm just going to uh, over explain myself within certain boundaries. Or I suppose you could read it like um, this is him in real time, like gaining an appreciation for Samus just as Adam had. Uh, like, oh, you did it, Samus. Bravo. You restored it on your own. She is very impressive. In the same way that Ellen Ripley is impressive, yes. Oh, I just don't know. Uh, there is a longer sequence of internal narration about uh, that, that Samus has, where as soon as the Federation ships land, the X will overwhelm them and absorb the knowledge and power of their occupants. And then they'll spread across the universe and galactic civilization will end. It's like, this is the ultimate apocalypse that's about to happen right here. And then some kind of hand-fisted writing about, you know, the X. They don't, they can't <laughs> copy the soul. They can copy uh, form, knowledge, and power, but not the soul. Memory, but not the soul. I don't get it, but okay. This is Whatever. such a They're Metroid thing to say. Go, do tell. I can't help but read this as Samus's Metroid DNA influencing her thought patterns. Oh, I thought you meant Metroid the series, not Metroid the creature. Yeah, Metroid the creature. She's such a Metroid. She is. She is instinctively in her blood hates the X and wants to eat them. <laughs> they just want to increase, and she has this drive to like not let them. them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because she doesn't even talk that way about the Metroids. No, because no. they don't typically reproduce out of control. So she must destroy them all before the Federation arrives. She thinks the station has a self-destruct mechanism. I must use it to destroy the X here and on the planet. I must send them to Oblivion, them, the station, and myself if I have to. She's like, all right, I'm ending this bullshit. Now, right okay, Super Metroid, technically... Samus did not destroy the planet. Mother Brain set off the planet destroying. But this time, uh, she she is uh, she is doing first degree premeditated planet destruction. Yeah, SR three eighty eight gots to go. It's a good reason. It's a pretty good reason. If there are evil zombie goo things that you know zombify people instantly, and if all they're capable of is doing this maliciously, blow up the planet. I think one of the directions this story could have gone is like, oh, we overreacted to the Metroid threat by eradicating the entire species, which just created the opening 
for the X to become a problem. But now right. the solution to that is to just uh, do a more thorough eradication. So if we bring in the, you know, the, the wild dogs to eat the wild toads that we brought in to eat the wild bugs yes. that we introduced, uh-huh, then Australia will be fixed. Exactly. Oh. Okay. Are you suggesting that maybe, like, if they had just aimed to use the Metroid breeding program to repopulate SR388, now that all the space pirates are dead, then the X would be naturally kept under control? Yeah, hey, you know you know what's a legitimate purpose for a Metroid breeding program? What if we introduce them to the planet to eat the X? That's true. I mean, they didn't know about the X beforehand, so that, that, that answer would have only come up after the fact. But if they were, like, breeding them for some reason, but... You know, let's forget that now. I'm sure you can appreciate that they need to be on SR388. Now, on the other hand, I also agree with Samus here. The way that she phrases it is that the X themselves are a danger, but the vector by which they're such a danger is still the Federation. Oh, yeah. The Federation is full of buffoons who want to use the Metroids and now the X as weapons in spite of the fact that this will demonstrably, effectively destroy the universe. And they cannot be allowed to exist because in the context of this story they are not animals they are weapons i think part of reading this scene and part of how it could be good is how you see samus delivering her line in a game where there is voice acting you get a very clear indication of how she delivers those lines you have no choice but when samus says fools or later on when the doors are locked and she says open the hatch you know, there's open the motherfucking hatch and then there's like sort of a, a it could be a whiny or like a complaint like open the hatch, you know? Oh, God, Christ. Yeah. Um, first of all, how do you feel about the fact that that like this story? Do you do you agree with the idea that it doesn't really treat the Metroid and X as animals? Yeah, it I would say it doesn't really treat them like animals. No, they're it's treated as bioweapons. Like- yeah, they're almost like nuclear weapons in the context where it's like they can't be allowed to exist, period. Well, the X could potentially be like a flu. They're more metaphor than anything else. Sure, but it could also be COVID. Um, okay, I suppose. The bats that produce the X. All right, it's time for our COVID episode. It's the Metroid Fusion. But like, you're right that the Federation is the vector for the X even being a danger because the X and the Metroids have been on this planet for ever. And it has not been a threat to galactic civilization until the Federation started picking them up. Yeah. So it's like the, up until this point, that ecosystem existing on its own is fine. But as soon as the Federation decides they need a piece of that pie, the Federation will inevitably destroy themselves. Which means that the Federation, the Metroids, and the X cannot coexist. Which would make it a reasonable conclusion for Samus to make that maybe the Federation is is the ultimate problem here. But that's not quite the conclusion she makes. That's true. But I, I think it's also a case where like the Federation represents billions or trillions of lives. And she's simply doing a kind of like calculus where it's like, okay, I can do this one bad thing or I can just let the situation play out and it will kill everyone. And it's it's grim, but I don't know that I would argue against the choices that she makes here. Or it's just like the simplest solution is to blow up the damn planet. 
that's the immediate, you know, we got to address the serious bleeding first, and then we can address the slow, you know, cancer. So you're saying that triage in this case is blowing up SR-388. Uh-huh. I might think triage here is blowing up every Federation ship that approaches the planet. Does she have the capability to do that? Uh, not forever, I guess. I mean, her gun is really good, just to be clear. It's a good gun. But when I'm, not talk- good I'm not talking battles. about her decision here, which, yes, I guess, like, in the immediate right now problem, I guess, in this situation, that at this point, blow up the planet. But I'm talking about her conclusion at the end of this game, like her final mon- monologue. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's something that we'll definitely need addressing as we get to it. But we're pretty close to the end now, right? Yes. Uh-huh. We are pretty close. The doors have been locked. Actually, even though Adam said to evacuate. Yeah, it's like, she's like, okay, you got to get to your ship. And then he locks the fucking door and he's like, all right, you can't go anywhere. And she's like, I'm trying to leave. And he's like, no, no, you're not. You're trying to blow up everything. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I can't let you out. And she's like, oh, you fucking computer, Adam. I mean, oh, she accidentally calls the computer Adam in a a womanly slip of the tongue. A Freudian slip. Yeah, a Freudian slip. This is pretty awkward. I mean, like, yeah, you you called your your Alexa or uh, Google, <laughs> you, your old boyfriend's name, or you called your Google or your Alexa, Mama. I don't know. No, you called your teacher, Mama. Uh, oh, did either of you ever do that? I've never no. done that. No. Oh, I sure did. Back in second grade. How'd that go? Woo! Don't do that. I recommend against it. It's uh, <laughs> it sticks with you a little while. How'd your teacher react? She had heard it plenty of times before. Yeah. How did the other kids react? Oh, you have never heard laughter like that in your entire fucking life. Aw. It still echoes. Oh. Uh, so, so... Uh, the Little boyfriend. Where the hell do you get off? I just mean, like, you know, if you happen to call your phone. Fucking Z-Link shippers think they own the road. Look, uh, so Samus says that Adam was a friend of hers. And yeah, he that he would know the only way to end this is to start the self-destruct cycle and that he understands that some must live and some must die and that he made that sacrifice once. So he chose life for you, our fair warrior, Samus Aaron. And then he tipped his hat. Oh, God. Our fair warrior. Go to hell. Go to hell, whoever wrote that part of the script. No, I don't care if you liked it. I hate it. I, I know, it's not... It, it just hits at my maybe if it's really, really stupid parts of my brain. I guess it could be read in a really sardonic way. It is. He immediately like follows that up with. He follows that up with how foolish. Yes. No. I, I. I. If you read this as I did, as a very like almost sardonic and self-loathing comment, uh, that it was a stupid action. You know. I, I like. That. Yeah, I know. I know. He's 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 feeling this tension between who he used to be versus who he is now, or the you man know, that he the, would the face. reason bet- between reason and and emotion. No choices. Stop making that face. I'm making the kissy face at her, and she's losing her losing her shit. <sighs> Audience, fucking suck him. Um. Okay. So. And he's like, "Okay, look, just go this way and blow shit up, and it'll be okay." And no, it's like if you just blew up the the station, you would re- remove. You know, the biggest uh, solution, which is yourself. But if you just angle the, sh- the ship a little bit this away, 
somehow it will start off a chain reaction and blow up the planet. Like, blow up the station in the planet's orbit. And you, you'll get away scot-free. You kill everything in the, in the station, but everything on the planet is still there. Situation still exists. Crash the station into the planet, and you're cooking with gas. Yeah, Adam is, um, his objection is mostly, you know, tactical because he remembers that the X also tried to blow up the station. So let's not do that. Yeah. Let's blow up the planet. And uh, then return to your ship and escape. Move quickly and stay alive. That's an order. Any Any objections, objections? lady? He's back. Computer's back. He's back. It is him. Oh, gosh. And Samus is surprised and they have that reaction thing. They really didn't need that, like her being surprised we the player were surprised no we weren't or not surprised <laughs> okay maybe a little bit surprised maybe a little but bit. like there's only two named characters in this fucking story of course the robot <laughs> isn't dumb. it could just be a computer i don't know and she's just reminiscing about this guy adam for no reason if it's your first metroid game then maybe <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry it's okay i'm sorry crystal what's next um, well, one more thing about Adam's little speech here is the way he's talking about how foolish our fair warrior Samus Air, and that reads to me as his memories coming back as he's speaking, and he's real- realizing, like, wait, I didn't even have to die in Other M. I could have done that differently. <laughs> oh, so her, her, that was the hash key for unlocking his memories, this argument. Yes. Where she, where she gives the thumbs down to his proposal. Oh, God. I, yeah, like, this triggering some memory thing in him, I guess, can work. That's good fanfic. Yeah. It is. Like, hearing his name being the thing. Or that, you know, she remembers him. Yeah. That she meant something, he meant something to her. Okay, hearing his name from her mouth. Yeah. He also called, <laughs> so says, your Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay, babe. No, it's fine. I know, I know. God help us all. Okay, let's let's move on. What happens next, Crystal? It's time to fight Sax. <laughs> okay, how did you find the Sax fight? Uh, I honestly don't remember it. There's a timer because you did you set the the bomb to explode first. You you freeze her right, just like a Metroid. Um, you can use the diffusion missiles, but I think you need to use a charge shot. Yeah, a charge shot from the plasma beam is what you really want to hit it with. You do not have the ice. Yeah, it's like it it. You, you catch it when it's landing from its screw attack and you shoot it and then you run away while charging another shot, turn around and hit it again. And it takes like 10 shots to kill. And then she mutates. And then- Into a big old froggo. Yeah. Because it's the same horn toad that infected you at the start of the game. That didn't click for me, but it makes sense now. It's the horn toad. Did that click for you, Crystal? I did not notice that until right now, no. Hold on. But yeah, that makes sense. It does look like a horn toad. I'm just going to copy this image and paste it into line real quick. This is such an odds design. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look, look at that. Look at that fucking thing. Um, you, you, you defeat the ugly monster, horn toad, and it turns into a core X with a blue center. And then it pieces out. Yes. It's, yes. It's you, like, you, I'm not having this. You get the shell off, and then the, uh, the ice beam X is like, Actually, no, I don't want to be eaten. Bye. And then it runs into the grate or whatever. Uh, there's, it's a three-minute timer. Get out. Get out. Run to your ship. Crystal, what happens when you find your ship? Uh, the Omega Metroid's there. Because there was a big, big chrysalis just outside of this room or in front of this room or some goddamn No, room. just you get to the room with your ship. 
There's a hole in the wall. Oh. The gate. Great. The grate is blown up. The ship's not there. There is molting on the floor, like a big molt. How did this happen? Nope. What? Hush. Hush. Um, the Zeta Metroid ate some X and then leveled up. How, how did a Zeta Metroid get out of the Metroid Restricted Laboratory? Stuff was blowing up. I like to imagine that, you know those little guys that you can bump into, that, but they don't hurt you? Janet? Yeah, the little Janets. I think that one of them just follows you out. And then it goes, oh boy. And then it just starts eating X nonstop while it's out. Oh boy. You were actually supposed to fight another four or five bosses, but the little Metroid got to them all first. And now here it is. It was a very hungry caterpillar, but now it feels much better. But it sees you and it's like, huh, well, I'm feeling territorial. Get out of here. Yeah, it's a very convenient or inconvenient spot for it to suddenly just, you know, turn into an Omega Metroid. But okay. I I wonder if it it should turn like into a big Metroid instead. Like a Super Metroid? A Super Metroid, yes. Maybe. And then went directly to Omega like, maybe that was the very quickened uh, Omega Metroid. Uh, Just the feed Federation. them tons and tons of energy. Yeah. But it slaps you once and knocks you down to, like, one health. Yep. But then the the SAX core reappears and reforms into SAX and hits the Omega Metroid some, but gets knocked back as well, turning back into the core, which then Samus eats to gain the Omega suit. Which is basically just her Varia suit and the Ice Beam. Yes. Ice beam. Ice beam. Even though they said that she couldn't take the ice beam, she could clearly take the ice beam. Shoot, 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 shoot the Metroid. But I started wondering, like, did the Federation let this Metroid out and direct this over here to, like, eat Samus, prevent her from doing stuff? Maybe. I'm not sure the Federation... Yeah, maybe. I can see that. And also, like, how the heck... Did... Why did the ship... Why is there a hole in the wall? Uh, the The animals on the ship... Piloted it out so it wouldn't get blown up so they could live. That's fair. That's fair. If, if Samus yeah. doesn't make it, uh, we're getting out of here. <laughs> the animals will make it. Yeah, they've got to have contingency plans in place. Oh, uh, okay. They came back for Samus. You know, good on them. They're just also good. doing the hard calculus that hard men must do. Yeah. Uh, and, and in this case, you got to have a Samus around. Uh, no, that you got to be ready to, to flee the heck out of there. But if Samus does defeat the Metroid, then you come back. This is just the Super Metroid scene with the next. Yeah, absolutely. It's not nearly as effective just in terms of its framing as the Super Metroid scene. Is. No, no. God. It doesn't help that for some reason the Omega Metroid is less scary than Mother Brain. Like, it's scarier in the fiction, but as a thing that we experience, it can't quite stand up to the weirdness of Mother Brain's corpse getting back up and suddenly having a body. Yeah, it's oh, it's just awesome. something that Samus has killed before. Yeah, several of them. Yeah. And a bigger, tougher version, too. Yep. But, like, also, the X doesn't care about you. It it just really hates the Metroid. It just hates that Metroid so much. You gotta respect it. Yeah, I, I do respect the X in this sequence because it's like, man, fuck this Metroid. But it is like Samus was just talking about the sacrifice, making the sacrifice. And here we see the SAX like make the sacrifice to help her enemy defeat the, a greater common enemy. Yeah, it's it's pretty much sapient. I'm pretty sure it just has different priorities. And that priority is killing Metroids, which is not that different than Samus. <laughs> no, it's actually quite aligned. And yeah, now they're... Samus is part human, not part Chozo yet, that has not been canonized yet, 
uh, right. part Metroid and part X. That sounds right. DNA, her pie chart is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, that is pie chart at all. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so Samus kills the Metroid. She gets off the ship. The ship's orbit deteriorates until it crashes into SR-388, and its reactor going off creates an explosion so spectacular that it obliterates SR-388, just grinds it into powder. There are no more X, there are no more Metroids, that part of the story is over. This is where a writer might panic. Eh, they don't come back to it for 19 years, they had time to think about it. (laughs) Really, 19 years? Yes, 2002 to 2021. Wow. Yeah, I remember for a long time, the reputation of this game was like, well, you can't really make a Metroid 5. What else is there to do? And then there was, of course, the thing where certain members of the community were like, well, you definitely have to fight the Federation in the next one. Crystal, tell us that part that Samus does that you don't enjoy as much in the epilogue. Um, well, I can just read her whole speech here. Oh, by all means. Do it. Okay. That perfect military mind, the wisdom of Adam Malkovich, continued to serve even after death. Until today, I had no idea that the minds of leaders and scientists were frequently uploaded to computers. My incredible reunion with Adam may have saved the universe. But how will the beings of the universe view our resolve? I doubt they will understand what we did, the danger we barely averted. They will hold tribunals and investigations. They will hold us responsible. (laughs) Adam understood this, and he spoke to me in my anger. Do not worry. One of them will understand. One of them must. I have reflected upon his words, and I see the wisdom in them. We are all bound by our experiences. They are the limits of our consciousness. But in the end, the human soul will ever reach for the truth. This is what Adam taught me. Just one detail still bothers me. The ship can only be started manually. Yet before I faced the Omega Metroid, the ship moved on its own, guided by someone's hands. Is it possible? Adam? And then Adam explains that the Edicoons and the Decoras taught him to pilot the ship. Yeah. Or they, yeah, they handled the little joystick. Yeah, they're good at it, actually. It's a very cute picture with, like, the monkeys sleeping and the birds sleeping. The little baby bird is on the mama bird. But Crystal, for our listeners, it was, it could, could you expand on your problem with this sequence? It's like the fucking Clint Eastwood Sully movie <gasps> where where it's like they want to fucking do investigation on you, Su- Sully. They want to take you down. And the real Sully was like, no, this is like completely normal. You have to do this just to like understand what happens so that it doesn't happen again. The Clint Eastwood yeah. was like the fucking government wants to use their red tape to stop our brave heroes. Now. In fairness, we just got done having a conversation where the Federation sucks ass and is willing to risk untold things for the sake of its military hegemony. I fully interpreted this on my playthrough as they were going to find her as a convenient scapegoat and then bury her in a number of secret tribunals. Yeah, it was all going to be military shit. I thought that they, like, I read it as her being like, okay, they're going to Snowden me. Yeah. Because what she's really done is exposed the Federation's secrets and disrupted their military production, right? And she was going to be held responsible not for destroying SR-388, but for damaging military property. But she has not exposed any secrets, nor does she state any intention to. Right, but... She she, she blew them up. She did. She did. 
it's not clear if she will expose them. I thought that that was sort of implied. Uh, Yeah, I would have expected her to. Are we being too generous, Crystal? I feel like you're being too generous because she doesn't say she's going to do that. How would you feel if I suggested that maybe your reading is too generous towards the legitimacy of the Federation as a governing body? I feel like this is also kind of marking it. Well, it's it's like two different Federations because she doesn't even say Federation in this speech. She says, how will the beings of the universe view our resolve? Right. So there's the Federation that we see, that we, you, like, all, all the three of us can clearly see are evil, they're the Umbrella Corporation, they're breeding bioweapons, blah, blah, blah. And to be clear for the listeners that somehow listened to part two, but not part one, it's not a faction of the Federation. It's the whole fucking military. It's the whole fucking military. It's dispatch. It's... As far as we know, it could be the whole... So there's that Federation. And then there's also the, I guess, implied Federation here that's going to try to hold Samus and Adam responsible and make investigations as to what happens. I mean, that sort of implies that they're holding her responsible instead of the military, right? Yeah. Like, she blew up the the uh, the sarin gas factories. Because, because in a just universe it's the military that would be held responsible for what happened in the orbit of sr388 right not any like not this one bounty hunter who showed up and did what she had to to survive right yeah but also part of sam's speech is that one of them will understand because the human soul will ever reach for the truth and, you know only if they had all the facts they they would they would come over to her side at least some of them would and i'm like i have all the facts I saw everything that you saw. I'm not on your side. You're not on Samus's side? No. You're on the Federation side? No, I'm not on the Federation side either. Oh, okay. What should Samus have done? I think Samus should have not given the Metroid to the Federation. <laughs> okay, well, that that, that that's fair. Uh, so- like, like, yes, I understand what you're saying, that in the story as written, obviously this is the conclusion that she must come to, but that's because they wrote the story this way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But why did they write this story? Yeah, is it a cop-brained story? Yes. Yeah, it's ve- <laughs> it's definitely got, th- I, I agree that it has that dirty, hairy whiff to it where only strong vigilantes can do real justice. Absolutely. But within the fiction of that story, I think that the idea that Samus is pushing back against military hegemony is a legitimate reading. And she anticipates that she will suffer for doing damage to the military. (sighs) She will get Edward Snowden and have to go live in space Russia. Which is what made it surprising then that in the opening to Metroid Dread, she is simply taking a mission for the Federation like everything's peachy. You know, actually, in point of fact, she's not. But that's... But that's something that we'll talk about when we get to the Metroid Dread episode. Okay. I do like that. uh, We do see that clip, so it's not really spoilers. Adam, who is still her ship's computer, remarks, which I can only assume to be snidely, treat our lost aspects with respect. Or with care, rather. Treat our lost assets with care, care. lady. (laughs) And it's like, yes, lady who has blown up everything she has touched. Yeah, there's a sardonic element to that. It's like, I'm sure that you'll bring everything back in one piece, asshole, says Adam. Right. I don't know if they intended for me to read it that way, but I read it that way. The the part of that sequence that I'm referring to is when Adam zeroes in on, I can't understand why you're taking this. The bounty is way, way, way too low for the amount of risk that you're taking. And that's the part that's going to be interesting for us to talk about when we get around to doing a Metroid. Okay, I'll... 
answer this with a simple yes or no. Okay. Coming off this game, going into Metroid Dread, I I do not think that this series would ever really go in the direction of Samus fighting against the Federation. Would Metroid Dread make me reconsider that? Probably not. Okay, that's what I thought. You've got to understand that the conflict of Metroid Dread is completely removed from the Federation. Like, for the purposes of Metroid Dread, the Federation barely exists, except as a bunch of stooges. Let's just say it is still inconsistent. It is it is deeply inconclusive with regards to that, though it is set up in such a way that now we have to have the conversation of if Samus will have that conflict. No, I, I think Samus is the same as like any other military action hero where sometimes she does have to blow up the bad military projects, but that doesn't mean that the military is bad. The military does kind of cease to exist, at least depending on how you read the text of Other M. Look, we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk about it. But yes, in Fusion, the people went in with the expectation, they went into Dread with the expectation that you'd be fighting the Federation. Hell, we had a little bit of that feeling. It's not what happens. Okay. It is absolutely not what happened. Maybe we'll talk you to a point where you go like, you know what? Maybe that is the way that this series is headed. But right now, I'm not confident that we could do that. Why does this, this ending, back to the ending. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like, Samus is like, how did this ship pilot itself, Adam? Did Adam grow hands? What? What? Let's get to the ending art. Okay. Crystal, I'm going to link you to the ending art in the line. Okay. And one thing you'll note about this ending art, it's decent looking ending art for what it is. It's just like Bishojo fucking Samus over here, circa 2002. Before they standardized and developed the zero mission. um, Zero suit. Yeah. So she has sort of the, the, I'm not going to say the 90s butt cut, but. The, the lady equivalent. What does that mean? Not Just, the the haircut. Like you know, the higher parted in the center with the two giant. Food oh food. yeah, she's got like she's she she looks a lot like a more feminine Ocarina of Time Link. Yeah, the I, I strongly prefer this to the Zero Mission design. Oh, absolutely. Oh, hundred percent. Like she looks way too bombshell in the Zero Mission design. I like this outfit. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of midriff exposing whatever, whatever, but like, you know, people would go clubbing like this. But now, Crystal, we're going to do something real interesting here. Are you ready? Uh-huh. I want you to scroll down to the Japanese endings. Yeah, that's where they canonize the Chozo. This, Metroid Fusion, is where they canonize not just the Chozo, but the very first ending you can see when playing the child mode of Metroid Fusion is... Ridley's parents protecting her, or sorry, Samus's parents protecting her as Ridley and the space pirates attack their home. Right, because the Japanese version of Metroid Fusion came out some months after the North American version, and they added these in. And you could unlock these by using a GBA link cable to u- link Metroid Fusion to Metroid Zero Mission. It would unlock these endings in a gallery in Zero Mission. It is weird to add these to Metroid Fusion after... Samus once again does not mention any of this in op- at when she had many opportunities to. Do you remember how Samus Returns had a bunch of unrelated things that sort of led into Metroid Dread? Oh, yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah, I think that's the same principle here. But it, I think this is the game. They don't use the words Chozo or Space Pirates or K2L or anything like that. But we get... Samus's parents die protecting her from Ridley. We get Old Bird finding her in the wreckage. We get Samus being trained by Old Bird and growing up on Zebus. And there's Old Bird and Grey Voice, and it's all here. It's all here. 
Yeah, and the the manga that tells the story is going to be released uh, shortly after this. Fuck me. Fuck me. Uh, we have to have a manga. Cu- we have to have a manga episode. Uh, we do. It's it's pseudo canon at best, but it's still something worth having a conversation about. We could have it at the same time that we have the Nintendo Power comic, Super Metroid. Yeah, there's a comic episode. Yeah, so we should have a comic adaptation episode. How do you feel about this, Crystal? Yeah, I would like to do that. Great. Yay. Should that be before or after the other M episode? Um, before? Okay. Because I feel like we should do the other M episode before we do the Dread episode. No, we should do Dread. First. No, we should do Dread. Okay. Overruled. Because okay, so- if Nintendo did not expect me to play other M before Dread, they were very clear about this. I know that yeah. Dread does have an ending that references uh, other M and other numerous references that you have alluded to. But Nintendo didn't tell me to play it. They didn't put the insert in the special edition. That's true. Uh, let's discuss some of the other child ending pictures. Oh, you mean like uh, the the comic book sequence with Samus fighting Ridley? And Ridley's sound effect is vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Is the sound of him shooting fireballs. It, this depicts the fight from Metroid Fusion. This is the X Ridley fi- shooting fireballs. Vroom, vroom. The X just don't know how a fireball sounds like, so they're like, vroom. vroom. That's close, right? That's close. Yeah. Okay, and then let's go into the other picture. Monica is mystified by I these action mystified. figures. <laughs> Chris, what the fuck is this? It's an illustration of some sets of action figures that, or they don't even really look, they look, they look flat in the illustration. They're, they look almost more like stickers or something of uh, SAX and Fusion Samus and the Metroid Baby. The Metroid Baby. And they're on the fucking wall racks. The yeah, hooks. they're on wall racks from a toy store. These are action figures. I well, Are they in-universe action figures, Crystal? No, there's just an illustration of hypothetical action figures. In our world? Yeah. I mean, I'd buy them. Why are they here? Monica, like... For the longest time, I thought that they had misattributed or linked the wrong picture. (laughs) And I was just like, what? Somebody explained this picture to me, and nobody explains the picture. No wiki just goes, you know... It's just a picture. Maybe maybe they made these toys and sold them in Japan? Could have. Could have happened. (sighs) Maybe this is an advertisement for toys? Uh, Samus released information about the SAX into uh, the universe, and all that happened was they made it. Yeah, the Federation immediately monetized Samus's battle against their Project Genocide. I do like the little more cartoony art for that you get for playing under two hours on hard mode with a hundred percent item. Which one is that? It's the one where Samus has a robot hand and a gun. Oh yeah, and she's got all this. She her she's in a real saucy pose or sassy, sassy. Why does she have a gun? Oh, okay. yeah. This is the prey. This is what they would eventually replace with. Like they replaced this with the zero suit and the stun pistol. And I gotta say, huge downgrade because she's just wearing cut off jorts and a sports bra, and she's here to whoop ass. She's also very muscly. Yeah, she's she's actually more ripped here than in any other official metroid art that i've seen yes her arms are enormous yeah she's jacked she might have skipped leg day but uh, upper body she's jacked metroid fusion it's a pretty good video game it's the best it's the best of the canonical metroid game yeah best of the canonical metroid games i'm really curious to see if 
where Dread ends up ranking. Because this puts Fusion just ahead of Return of Samus, right? That is correct, yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you found something that managed to surpass your initial favorite metric. Yeah, I'm glad too. And it helped you appreciate Zero Mission more. Or Super made you appreciate Zero Mission more. Super made me appreciate Zero Mission more. (laughs) But Fusion's even more streamlined than that. You don't have to switch between missile types. That's good quality of life. That is good quality of life. Do we, do we want to call it there, or do we want to read a couple we of emails? We should read some questions. We can read oh. some emails. Oh, do, do we, did we answer your Twitter questions last time, Crystal? Uh, no, we did not. So let me we should definitely start, start there. I've got them pulled up. Do you want me to link you? I can, I can find them. Okay. Woo! Fusion, though. Uh, I'm glad we've managed to come to the end of this saga. Yes, the end of the classic Metroid saga. Yeah. Uh, Jacob asks, is the X-Parasite an effective replacement for the Metroids? As the series recurring, this creature represents an existential threat to the galaxy enemy. Yeah, I think so. I think I think the X have made their case for being the sequel to Metroids. I would say definitely in that they're, they seem quite numerous. They're all over the place. They're like our innate fear of like bacteria or like, gushy stuff. Gushy stuff. Yeah, but like... A Metroid's got a very weird alien shape. It's not Jello. The X are at most a ditto. I think that for me, thematically, yes, absolutely, they are a very good continuing threat to have. As an in-game presence, I actually think that there's nothing that the X do, excepting the SAX, that is as frightening as running into a Metroid in Metroid Zero Mission or Super Metroid. Because when you see those, you're like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, fuck. And I didn't have that reaction to anything in Metroid Fusion or to any of the I agree. So I, I would say thematically, absolutely. In terms of like, uh-oh, they, they're still got a little ways to go for me. Maxi asks, so the whole Samus is part Metroid now thing is pretty hot, right? Uh, I'll leave this to you two first while I stew on it. Well, I do, I do oh. like my reading that I've discovered on this episode where Samus's thought is being influenced by being Metroid. <laughs> that is neat. Is it hot? Well, more Monica's, like instinct that is being filtered into conscious thought. Monica's whole thing is that hotness is almost strictly based on personality. Yeah. So adding Metroid powers to Samus doesn't make her more hot. No. But what about if it's slightly changing the way she thinks? In what way? It she makes hates her the hate. X. She wants to eat him. <laughs> That's like a neutral. It's not more hot or less hot. This really. continues to be a thing in Metroid Dread, actually. Spoilers, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I could definitely see how this would get fucky. Now she's uh, an energy eating. Uh, she's like a vampire now. She's like a. She's like a vampire. But she so, already yeah, was I, before. Yeah, but now it's not just her suit doing it. It's Samus herself. Yeah, I so guess the actual thing that's hot is not the X itself so much as the the how deeply biological her suit actually is right yeah that's definitely that's well don't worry they're not very consistent about how uh tightly tied it is to her uh the the transformation into the suit thing is awful can we talk like zero mission automatically like just instantly throws this out the window yeah yeah not to speak of other m yeah but uh yeah i could definitely see that because like have you seen like, there, there was art. There's been art for, like, 20 years now of how being part Metroid might have changed Samus's anatomy. So you get a bit, of, a little bit of that monster transformation over time thing going on. And I could see how that would hold a lot of appeal for people. Yeah. Monster 
things don't quite speak to me, but but you get different, it. yeah, different stuff for people. You, you're saying Samus will open her mouth and like a Metroid mouth. Um, it could certainly, or it's like you you get a shot of her chest and it's see through, and she has a Metroid core in her rib cage. Now there we go. Now we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she has to wear the sports bra. Yeah, because she's got her diodes showing in there. <laughs> Uh, Jaybu asks. Of the- oh, sorry. Go on. No, go on. Jaybu asks, "What do you think X tastes like? Do they have different flavors?" It depends on if you're a Metroid. If you're not a Metroid, they taste like hydrochloric acid. Probably, yeah. If you're a Metroid, they taste like eating a fruit gushers after crawling in the oh, desert yeah. for thirty miles. Uh huh. It's just like there's a lot of good art of that. <laughs> it just it just pours this sweet nectar of the gods directly into all the dried out crevices of your body they they are all correlated towards like gummy or you know mountain dew flavor colors that sounded a lot more sexual than i meant it to i apologize what never mind if you didn't catch it it's fine uh, but they look like gummy or or you know mountain dew. Yeah, they're jellos or jello yes delicious do you think they'd be tasty crystal oh yeah i think they're they're very watery and juicy great I'm glad that we're on the uh, on the juiciness scale. Mothy asks, do you think Metroids could actually have peaceful applications? Or is that just Federation bullshit? It is absolutely Federation bullshit. 100% bullshit. I, th- I think they could have peaceful applications. I don't think the Federation is capable of peaceful <laughs> applications. Yeah, well, I mean, both are true, right? Both... I think can you, be can, true you can only have peaceful applications if there exists a structure by which those peaceful applications can be implemented. Well, no, I mean, the Chozo were using them as, you know, to control this really virulently hostile goo thing. Right. That's a peaceful application. I don't know if that's exactly a peaceful application. It's pest control. I, I think, yes, pest control, I think you can make an argument that it's it's good and fine, but I wouldn't call it peaceful. No, no I guess the X would, yeah, not say it's... Well... Not a whole lot that we can do about that one at this point. Um, Mothy also asks, Ridley aside, what are all those space pirates doing there? Were there space pirates? Yes, we talked about this last episode. Right. They were trying to save the boss. What? Ridley? Yeah, Ridley. They were X! We, we remarked on how if the space pirates did break into the station, there was absolutely no word or indication. Yeah. Um. The other theory was that the... Federation was that ca- had captured them and were using them as tests. I think that the actual answer is that they didn't think about this when putting them oh, in absolutely, the game at but all. That's not very Book of Medora. We have to explain it. And the the reason is they heard about the giant Metroid, the Super Metroid, which fed at least partially on a diet of space pirates, and they were like, "We want to make that." I'm going to tell y'all the real reason. The reason is that they were also running a clone program for the Zebesians. Yeah, that could work too. It's not that it can work. That's that's the conclusion that Sakamoto himself eventually comes to and canonizes. Oh I yeah, hope that y'all are. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay. Uh, it's. I think it's still open to debate and discussion. But I why think did they need to we'll clone Zebesians? Get... <laughs> so that you could have your own endless army of shock troopers. But they already exist. Just pay them. <laughs> No, they all got wiped out when Zebus exploded. Okay. I am going to tell you one thing 
What what are you making this emotion to me? What does it mean? Discuss it later. Okay, fair enough. Okay, we'll discuss it in Other M. I will say that the Other M episode will make you look more kindly on Samus's actions in Fusion. Oh, boy. I'm not kidding. It will. My understanding is that Other M is kind of a remake of Fusion. It kind of is. It's okay. a it's a remake wall. Well, no, it's a it's a remake a pre-make wall. A pre-make wall. Just like Super Metroid. Just like Super Metroid. Only instead of a pre remake wall, it's a pre-make wall because it's a remake prequel. Did Metroid invent these types of I have never seen them anywhere else, to be perfectly honest. You two should tweet that. I mean Metal Gear Solid is a remake wall. It is, yeah. But has there been a pre-make? Um, not really. I, th- I think Other M might be the only one. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid was following in the footsteps of Super Metroid. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, which is a remake of Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops. I have to lie down. <laughs> it's true. I, I yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know Metal Gear nearly enough to participate in this conversation though. And hearing this, hearing it. I know from your tone of voice that it's absolutely true, and I'm just being overwhelmed that Sakamoto and Kojima are the same guy. Oh my god, they're so much the same guy. They're, they're, they're are they friends? Just I, I don't think they even know each other. Surely they've had drinks with each other. They are just the same guy. Oh, okay, hold on. I'm going to tweet that while we read the next question. Once you learn about Sam's backstory, you are ashamed of it. Charlotte asks right. if Samus laid an egg would it be a Chozo egg or a Metroid egg. Fuck me. It would be 50% Chozo and 20% human and 30% Metroid. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> I, I'm i trying so hard not to jump headlong into this bullshit in a way that would drag us all down into hell. Hey, would Samus lay an egg? There. I got it out of my system. Yeah, I think Samus has enough egg-laying DNA in her that she could conceivably Uh, lay an egg. Fair enough. I agree. Jason asks, the only information you receive about X is from the Federation, who may have been experimenting on. How do you know X is a bad guy, rather than a species trying to achieve freedom? That's what I'm saying. We agree. The X has not done anything evil in this game. What? The X was kidnapped from the home planet and is just trying to get out. I don't know if it it counts as kidnapping when you jump down someone's throat. <laughs> I I think things can be sapient and still be so incongruent in purposes that you know we we would be at war with them. Reading them as being sapient, much less evil, is probably not right. But the second half of Jason's question were: Is X the thing from John Carpenter's The Thing? The answer is absolutely yes. Like, 100%. I think that they probably drew direct influence from that movie for everything about the act. Would, would either of you disagree with that? I never watched The Thing. Yeah, I think you're right. What about you? Did, did, you, did you watch The Thing, Crystal? I haven't watched The Thing, but I've watched Of The Thing. We should all watch The Thing sometime. That's a good movie. It's a good horror movie, if you don't mind horror movies. I like horror movies. Monica doesn't, but sometimes I make her watch the ones that are just good movies otherwise. That new Candyman was pretty good. You know what? You know why the X jumped uh, Samus? Because they smelled her as a Chozo. Like, grr, Chozo. Yeah, the Chozo. They they did 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 bad by the X. That's fair enough. Yes. So we see here a tragic tale of the X. 
Right, because it was established in the manual that the Metroids made the me- that the Chozo made the Metroids to eat the X. Right, I forgot that that was in the manual. That's it wasn't very nice of. No. Do you have another question? Um, Jason continues. Is there an extra timeline where Prime occurs after Fusion because you can get the Fusion suit in Prime? Crystal, do you, I know that you consider everything that you can get as items in Breath of the Wild to be canon. Do you consider modes like that in Metroid Prime to be canon? I'm trying to thing? consider how that might be possible. I don't think it can be. I don't think it can be either. No. I think that it has to be non-canon. Well, why does Prime have to occur after Fusion for the suit to Well, huh. You know what? Yeah, she would have the fusion suit under there anyway. Yeah, she would have the fusion suit under there anyway. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Even if even if fusion never came to pass. Yeah, so Metroid Prime can take place at the exact same time. It's just that Samus loses access to her power suit when Ridley slams her, or the explosion slams her into the air. Sure, yeah. All right, yeah, I buy this. How many plants must Samus destroy before her bloodlust is sated? <laughs> Uh, it's what if she needs to destroy a planet at the time there will never be an upper limit i agree what do you think crystal um she's destroyed two and a half planets right um okay are we counting zebus yes okay so there's zebus phase uh dark ether which is half a planet sr388 i think that's three and a half so far there we go yeah (laughs) that's a chunko and yet the problems are not solved I mean, she solved some immediate problems. I mean, the problems that she blows up factually stop being problems. Mother Brain didn't come back after Zebus exploded. Okay. She she recognized that Zebus was a planet of ghosts from which the dead would always rise again. And she simply closed that portal into hell. And the portal to hell was shut. And the dead trouble her no more. Very poetic. I don't know if it is. I think that it's mostly silly. I just think Samus, if she was in Fable, she would have horns. I think it's more that we would have horns. We would have horns? We would have horns. Why is that? We're playing because Samus doesn't have agency in these. This is the story that we tell with Samus. I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> because Samus doesn't choose between dark and light. She has a specific way that she can interact with the world. And the way that she interacts is defined by us, we, the authors of this story. I never played Fable, so... In Fable, they have Kim, the Knights the of the Old... what the fuck are you talking about? Fable has the Knights of the Old Republic thing, only instead of getting all zombie-y and full of veins, you grow like horns. Oh, okay. And look like a devil. Kimmy, wow. are you saying I would grow a horn because I played Metroid Fusion? Yes, just like you grow a horn when you play Spec Ops The Line. Okay. Okay, you're making the spec ops argument. Okay. I don't really believe this. Sometimes I say things just to say them. I understand that. Erica asks, (laughs) how does the fact that the prefix metro means mother factor into all of this? Does metro mean mother? Yes. Etymologically is derived from the word for mother. Fuck me. Hold on. So we have metroid sounding like asteroid. We have metroid being metro because of the London underground. And then we have metropolitan resident of a city okay from greek metropolis mother city ah yeah paul and I see. uh doesn't metroid mean metropolitan android sakamoto you rat bastard motherfucker you took something that was supposed to mean subway android and you turned it into mother android that's what other m is about that's what super metroid is about the mother android i am going to shit 
I am just going to fall over. That's why there's a character called MB. Oh. Or more than one character. Oh. The, the shortening of other M is mom. Oh. I, I tell you. You just need to stop writing stories about mother. I tell you what, Erica. It, uh. It shouldn't factor into it, but thematically, it very much lays out the entire thing, I guess. God damn it. Oh No asks, which game Samus would make the most intimidating slash most powerful SAX? Um, I guess Super Metroid, because anything after that, she's a Metroid, and they, they X can't clone Metroids. She does have the most abilities in Super Metroid. What about, like, Prime 3? Okay, don't fuck with that one. If we're counting Prime 3, that one might be the scariest. But that's just Dark Samus, who is also a Metroid. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Was, is that compatible? Um, no, no, no. Dark Samus would eat all the eggs. Like, just destroy them. Bless this series. What do you think? Oh, it is such a silly series. Crystal, what do you think would be the scariest Samus? Um, Probably Super Smash Brothers Melee. Why that one? What's well, the fastest one? I don't, I don't understand. Because Melee is the fastest Smash game. Oh, oh, okay. I see now. Okay, I got it. She would do the wombo combo. Oh, right. Oh, in that case, maybe uh, the Samus Returns 3DS game would also have a pretty scary SAX Samus. Yeah. She's got the, she's got the counter move and stuff. They added that so that in Smash uh, 6, Samus could have a counter. Yeah, there we go. God, I would love, I would love for Samus to get a whole design rework for the next Smash game. I really love that Sora has a counter. Why do you love that Sora has a counter? <laughs> because they avoid giving any of the DLC characters counters because it is a common criticism that they have just too many characters with counters. But then Sora, for the one last character, they gave him a counter. Don't, don't Sephiroth and Joker both have counters? Oh, you're right. I'm totally wrong. I'm sorry. Wait, maybe he's, does you Joker have one? Sephiroth does have one. Joker only has one when Arsene is out. Okay. These characters are great against heavies. Fuck. Distance demon. Fuck. <laughs> They're going to rework Smash to make heavy characters good. We'll, we'll see. And then they'll make except, Ganon for life. Except for Ganon. <laughs> Ganon will remain bad. Well, everybody keeps playing Ganon. They're trying to balance the game. Yeah. And the last and question he- comes in from Leah. Which member of the podcast is most likely to have been replaced by an ex-parasite? And what ability would you get for defeating them? Oh, this is really the thing now. All of us just sitting in a room staring at each other, waiting for some sign. Everybody's holding flamethrowers. But how could you really tell? Well, it'll help when they start growing horns out of their head, just like in Fable. See, I never played Fable, so I can't grow the horns. I don't think that playing Fable is a prerequisite for growing horns. If I was an ex-parasite and I'm not... And you killed me and <laughs> ate me. You would gain the ability to climb monkey bars with when one of your hands is a gun. <laughs> wow, that's actually a pretty good one. That's incredible. If I was an ex parasite, and I'm not saying that I am, but if I was an ex parasite and you killed me and ate the core ex that got left behind, you would have depression. Oh no, that's not great. Well, I didn't say it was a good power. Uh. If I was an ex, that'd be pretty interesting. I guess, Cameron, your whole relationship these 20 years. Oh, so so what's, what's the, what ability do we get from this core ex? What, what ability? Well, I like, why would you kill me? <laughs> Wasn't it a good relationship? What, weren't, weren't we good to each other? Yeah. 
Uh, I, I don't have any abilities. Fair- Taking very messy notes about Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zelda. The, the Metroid timeline. I think Monica's the ex. She didn't deny that she was an ex. Yeah, she's definitely the one who didn't say, I'm not saying <laughs> that I'm an ex. I mean, I didn't realize we had to deny. Yeah, that is exactly what an ex would overlook. Because they don't have souls. Okay. I mean, I, I, I probably don't have one anyway. Oh, that's because you don't believe in souls. Yeah. Yeah. Like an ex, because they don't have souls. Yeah, I guess. That just made no sense to me. I, I, I like Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls is good. I believe in, pretty good in Dark Souls. I, I understand Dark Souls. That's an indicator that you're probably not an ex playing and enjoying Dark Souls. Is that an indicator? Yeah, we'll go with that for now. I've never played Dark Souls. Ooh, you don't say. I'm getting my flamethrower right now. <laughs> Stop hitting me. <laughs> do we have any emails to answer? Yeah, we can take a look at the emails. Uh, do not click the last few because I'm dread things. Okay. There are a bunch of Zelda questions, meaning we should probably at some point get to a Zelda mailbag. Jesus Lord, there's still quite a few. We're all the way up into June. People started sending in emails again once we started releasing more episodes. Who would have fucking figured? Thank you, everyone. Where can people send us emails? You can send an email to bookofmedorapodcast at gmail.com. There's an email for Monica about something that we neglected to discuss. Why is oh. the planet a Metroid in the ending of Samus Returns? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why I... is the planet? Like, when you're flying away from SR388, it, like, shapes a Metroid in the... Yeah, the little asteroids, and then there's clouds in the green planet, and it's a Metroid. Oh. Why is the planet a Metroid in the ending of Samus Returns? Because it's well, the Metroid planet. It is the Metroid. To get a fuller understanding of it, you'd have to understand that in a cosmological sense, like the universe sort of shapes itself around the themes of whatever adventure Samus has just been on, which is something that's made more explicit in Metroid Other M. No. Uh, You think I'm fucking kidding? No. It's in there. We're going to record that bullshit. You'll see. You'll all see. And you'll be sorry. I'm going to be stone cold sober for that episode. No, you're not. You're... You don't want to be. I don't want to be. Where do we want to start with these, Crystal? Do we want to do Metroid questions or have a Zelda uh, and have a Zelda episode later? Yeah, let's do Metroid questions. Okay. Uh, do we have non-spoiler Metroid questions? Not no, moment. I guess not. No, okay. I guess not. Well, then we don't have to do an email. We Yay. will answer these Zelda emails. Yes, we will, but not in this episode. Not in this episode. Thank you all friend. for sending in. Emails. We love you all, and we'll do a mailbag just for you. Yes. But once again, if you want to send in more questions, and we do, of course, take questions on either Metroid or Zelda. Once we're done with the Metroid episodes, we'll just read Metroid questions during Zelda episodes, I guess. But you can send them in to bookofmedorapodcast at gmail.com. Cameron, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, at CamWriter. You can find me at Arcane Crystal. You can find me on MCU Complete Me. Podcast where we talk about Marvel movies, but also we're doing a sub series now called MCU Complete Me Presents The Matrix Has You at Hello. Where we're gonna talk about all the Matrix movies and the lead up to the new Matrix. Are you doing the Animatrix? We are gonna do the Animate. Rad. Uh, you can also find me on Eidolon Playtest, which is which is an actual play podcast. That's where you have something called an Eidolon, which is kind of like a stand from JoJo or a persona in Persona. It's a sequel to Dracula. It's a sequel Ooh. to Dracula. Part two of the Dracula trilogy is Eidolon Playtest Season 1. What's part three? Eidolon Playtest Season 2. The finale <laughs> okay. to the Dracula trilogy. <laughs> Got it. 
Oh. Crystal, if we wanted to listen to these episodes early, where would we go? Oh, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash arcanecrystal, where you can listen to each of these episodes a week early if you subscribe. Oh, that sounds like a real good deal there, Crystal. I'm going to go and see if I can get people sob right now. Would you like to hear a Metroid joke to close out the episode? Yes. Uh-huh. You always ask these questions knowing that it will hurt me, and every time I say no, but it happens anyway. Hold on, I'm looking up. Oh, hold on. Here's some cute Eevees, putting it in the line. I will have an Eevee as part of my... Yeah, that, that seems real. I'm not sure which Eevee. Probably a... There's not a ton of Metroid jokes on the internet. <gasps> yeah. I feel like you'd have to, like, repurpose military jokes into being about, like... Oh, no. Shitty CO jokes about Adam. It would be a joke about Adam or the baby. Adam jokes? Okay. Oh, 101 best Adam jokes from upjokes.com. Oh, Lord. Um, do you know that the oldest computer was owned by Adam and Eve? It was an Apple with very limited memory. One bite and everything crashed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good uh, That's not a Bible joke. No, it's a good Bible joke. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.